welcome to How Did This Get Played, the show where we discuss the worst and weirdest and rappiest, with a W, video games of all time. Hmm. That third W was by at Stephen Bradley 3. I'm Nick Weiger along with Heather Ann Campbell. I'm Heather Ann Campbell along with Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. And welcome back, Bucket. Edge. Guys. What a what a year in games! What a what year a for this year. podcast! What a what year! What a year! What a what a year! And you know what? I hear the stars are coming out tonight for a little <laughs> year end magic. Oh, is that so? Yeah, I've I've you know I've been walking up and down this red carpet looking at the people who are showing their faces and strutting their stuff, and I'll tell you, it is a night to remember here in. Gameland World One Dash One Emerald Hill Zone. <laughs> they sure are all out here. <laughs> I guess I thought. I guess I thought you were just going to start listing people, and I was waiting for that. Oh, okay. well, you could you can see them, Nick. Why don't you start listing them? Yeah, oh, of you... course, they're they're all of co- of course we know they're here. Uh. Everyone is here. We've got Mario. We've got Edith Finch. Look, it's Master Chief. Over there, it's Mario 64. Uh, There's the assassins from Assassin's Creed. Ellie and and Abby and oh, they're they're dragging. No, that's too bad. They're Joel made it sort of. He's in a wheelbarrow. And (laughs) we got. Oh, Turnip Boy is here. And look, over there, down in the corner, it's Cool Spot. That's right. It's a it's a year in review here on How Did This Get Played? A year in review to remember. I see, That's I, right. I, I'm looking over there, and I see uh, I see Air, uh, Steven Tyler from Aerosmith in his, his famous harmonica, Bobo. Hope he doesn't honk on it. From Revolution X, of course. That's right. That explains his presence. <laughs> We've got her from her story. <laughs> and of course, six guests. The seventh was unable to attend. <laughs> Guys, I know this has been a tough year, perhaps tougher than any of us really expected. I mm. had a, a real wave of optimism about nine months ago that has absolutely dissipated. And this has become harder and harder and harder as time Mm -hmm. has gone on. But the two of you make it easier because without you, I would be dead. (laughs) (laughs) That can't be true. And I'm having the, uh, I'm having the time of my life. I'm thriving. Yeah. Always love, always love talking with the two of you each week. So fun. Such a highlight. What a joy. I know there's a a lot of categories tonight. There's going to be a lot of categories but mm-hmm. I just want to say there is a special envelope to open and it's best third podcast host. And it's only got one name on it. Oh, that's Matt Apodaca. What He's, the heck? He started the year as a producer and he ended it in a suit. That's right. I'm a freaking suit now. That's what that means. That's right? what happens when you host a podcast. You You're become suit. West Coast elite. <laughs> You start being insufferable on Twitter. That's right. Yeah, I, I'm going to start. Um, actually, I'm going to start asking a lot more questions to make me go viral on Twitter. I think it's going to be the thing that I do. 
I'm going to do that. People seem to really like that. What's everyone's favorite color? Sound off in the comments. Papadaga, you sound upset at Twitter. And I've never seen Twitter do anything to deserve that kind of wrath. No, Twitter is good. And I also, it's a good way for people to tell me about stuff. I love that. I love it when people are like, hey, you made a mistake. Hey, um, here's something. I actually do like it when people are like, hey, you might like this. Because usually they're right. And that's actually a very nice thing when people, the they're giving me the gift of uh, perception. They've perceived what I'm all about and they see something that I would enjoy and they're like, this made me think right. of you. That's very, actually, it's warm hearted. Uh, I'm off social media. But uh, yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> let's get to business. It's time to, it's time for our year in review, our year in review crew, if wow. you will. It's the greatest night in games. The How Did This Get Played Game of the Year Awards, the GOTYs, or as we call them here, the GOATSies. And we have a vast array of GOATSies to hand out in a variety of categories. (laughs) Let's get right to it. That's right. If you like video games and this is your first episode of the podcast, this will be a bunch of references like a clip show to a bunch of podcasts that you haven't heard. But if you've been with us since day one, this is going to be one of the most rewarding parasocial experiences of your life right here on the red carpet at the Goatsies. (laughs) (sighs) What category should we start with? I'll go. The first category is best pizza in a game. Best pizza in a game. <laughs> and the nominees are Passport Quest Pizza, Yakuza Zero, Domino's Pizza, Yo Noid, Peter Englert's Pizza, Death Stranding Director's Cut, <laughs> and Illegal Pineapple Pizza from Cyberpunk 2077. And the Goatsy goes to. Eddie's Pizza from Silent Hill 2. Wow. Wow. Eddie's Pizza is a second time nominee in the category of Best Pizza. Wow, it got nominated for Best Pizza previously? <laughs> I didn't know that. You know, it's it's pretty wild that you have a category that's Best Pizza because I have another category that also has pizza in it, but it is not the nominees for Best Pizza. Wow. And it's best triangle in games. Oh. Best triangle in games. The nominees include Triforce, Ship from Tempest, Ship from Star Fox, Slice of Pizza in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game. And the winner for best triangle in games, Pyramid Head. <laughs> Wow. Silent Hill 2 is cleaning up. <laughs> Swept its category so far. Pyramid Head has declined to show up for his award and has instead sent Bill Clinton to accept the award on his behalf. <laughs> oh, boy. Bad timing for Bill Clinton being in the spotlight. I just want to say to everybody that I share this award on behalf of all the Pyramid Heads out there. And... uh <laughs> This, just remember, if you're a pyramid head and maybe you have another pyramid head twin, you don't have to impale yourself to death simultaneously. Thank you. I love you. 
Bill Clinton starred in impeachment this year on FX. That wasn't Clive Owen, it was me. <laughs> Stepped off stage and got right onto Epstein's plane. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Hit the throttle, Jeffy, we're getting out of here. <laughs> He's alive! I knew it! Uh, by the way, I have sad news to report on our first winner. Um, Eddie's Pizza has been eaten by Eddie. Uh, so <laughs> He's going to freaking throw it up. I know. That's what he does. I don't, I don't know how he can sit here and eat pizza anyway. I mean, this town's full of monsters. I do feel like I was drunk when we did this episode last year. I just want to <laughs> <laughs> say I, <laughs> I can't. I feel I'm... Uh, Apodaca, you're up with another category here on the Goatsies. Okay. All right. For my, for for this category, we're going to go oh. <laughs> We're going to take for this category, we're going to take a look back at some of the games we played this year. And this category is special specifically just to me. Here are the nominees for games Matt thought he wouldn't like. Number 1. Or not, that's not how we do this. <laughs> here, here, here are the nominees for games that Matt, I don't even remember what I said. Here are the nominees for games Matt thought he wouldn't like. Games Matt thought he wouldn't like. Turnip Boy commits tax evasion. American Truck Simulator. Dr. Langeskov, the Tiger, and the Terribly Cursed Emerald, a Whirlwind Heist. Silent Hill 2. And the winner is Silent Hill 2. Unbelievable. It's cleaning up. <laughs> and I actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I did this category wrong because... I did like all those games, but I thought <laughs> I thought I wouldn't like any of them. So what I'm saying is of all the ones that I thought I wouldn't like, Silent Hill 2 was the one I wouldn't like the most. And that I yes. actually did. So I actually did do it right. I think you overexplained it because it, it made sense for me initially. I think I explained it just then enough. I, then I got si confused. <laughs> Silent Hill 2 came out more than 20 years ago, and it is its 20th showing at the Goat Seas. <laughs> Unfortunately, a representative from Silent Hill 2 could not be here to accept the award. However, there is a representative from American Truck Simulator. Please welcome a trucker. Stop the steal! <laughs> oh no! We gotta stop the steal! January 6th was a patriotic day! Those men were heroes! Don't try, don't silence me! No. Nick, we're making room for the trucker. Please, we let the trucker speak. I, wa I want it. No, I have a point to make. My accent okay. comes out when I get angry. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Trucker, come up on stage. Thank uh, you. Yeah, I just wanted to talk. I just want to talk about the supply chain real quick. It's a real problem. Um, as a trucker, uh, I'm doing my best. So please, everyone, be patient. Please don't buy into a broad stereotype that we are. Oh. <laughs> Red state, you know, uh, anti-intellectuals with retrograde politics. We are absolutely essential workers in the modern economy that's reliance on shipping. So, again, hang in there with the supply chain. We're doing the best we can. 
Thank you, American Trucker from American Truck Simulator. Thank you. Yeah, what a what a what a hero. I hope yeah, I hope Nick guy. can calm down backstage because he he's in real livid real fast. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm okay. <laughs> well, I guess and I guess I'm calm enough for another category. Thank God. Great. The next category for the goatsies is best minute from twelve minutes. <laughs> The nominees are Minute One, <laughs> Minute Two, Minute Three. Oh no. And Minute Five. And the winner is Minute Thirteen when the game's finally over. Oh. Ooh, 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 ooh. The yeah. crowd's going wild for minute 13 Fuck yeah. from the Weiger, game 12 Weiger, minutes. Weiger, Weiger. Yeah. <laughs> the Sandman from the Apollo Theater has emerged on stage. <laughs> Dance in celebration. <laughs> A controversial game that saw its fair share of controversy. This controversial title has brought controversy to the players as well as to the development staff. Uh, for some reason, the developer of 12 Minutes was invited to the ceremony and is <laughs> now humiliated, making his way out of the auditorium. Fuck this bullshit. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another category. It's a returning category from last year. Best pig. <laughs> And the, the nominees are from Police Knots, The Police. <laughs> from Cyberpunk 2077, The Police. <laughs> from American Truck Simulator, The Police. <laughs> and the winner goes to All the Police, a.k.a. The Man, in <laughs> Revolution X, starring Aerosmith. Wow. wow. Nobody is coming to the stage. Well, it's we, dead we silent. Yeah, we successfully uh, <laughs> uh, defunded them, so they can't, they can't even be here. <laughs> That's what we've done. And good. Well, good riddance, honestly. They shouldn't be able to accept an award. Uh, you got time to lean, you got time to clean, bitch. <laughs> the Goatsies will be right back after these messages. Hi, I, I, I'm half boat, half man. I, I'm boat man. <laughs> and if you were like me and you got propellers where your feet should be, you you probably need oil. That's why I head down to Valvoline and I oil up my feet, which are propellers, because my bottom half is boat, my top half is man. I'm boat man. If I go forward in the water, I die. So, because my top half is man, so imagine a boat pushing just the chest and, and head of a man. So I can only stay right here by the dock. If you need oil, choose Valvoline from Boatman. Boatman says he's half boat, half man. But take a look at this file footage of Boatman fully submerged his so-called human half being propelled forward 
like a normal boat. <laughs> is this who we want to trust with our city's financial future? Don't vote for Boatman on November 2nd. Paid for by Carman for City Comptroller. <laughs> And we're back at the Goatsies. Please, if you enjoyed messages from any of those sponsors, uh, feel free to frequent their businesses and or vote for their candidacy. Who's, I, whose category is it? Is uh, it I believe Nick? it's Madigan. It's I think Madigan. It's, it's, we're circling back to me. Uh, and you know what? We, 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 <laughs> <laughs> we played a lot of crazy games this year, didn't we? Uh, but That's true. You know what? We gotta give out. We gotta give credit where credit is due. Okay, and some of these games had some of the best performances in any medium: television, movies. That's it. Games also. Let's. So. He, So here are the nominees for best actor in a game from the, from the games that we played this year. Willem Dafoe, 12 minutes. The guy from, uh, what's the, the, the main guy from the seventh guest, that creepy man, you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. We don't have his name, but you know who we're talking about. I know who you're talking about, I'll look it up. Oh, uh, Faust, right? No, that's what he's based off of. <laughs> there appears to be some technical difficulties on stage. The presenter is shuffling around aimlessly. Stout. It was like Faust, but it was Stout. Yeah. Henry Stout. Mm-hmm. Here are the nominees for best actor in a game from a game that we played this year. Willem Dafoe, 12 minutes. So the actor who was in the game. Stauf from Seventh Guest. So the character. The character of Stauf. Kiru from Yakuza Zero. A great performance. And the winner. <laughs> the winner of Best Actor from a game this year that we played on the show. You guys are gonna, you're not going to believe this. This was a fan vote. Mm-hmm. This wasn't. We, this is one the academy didn't vote on. This we left this one to the fans, and you're not going to believe who they voted for. The winner for this category is Cool Spot. Cool Spot is a he won best actor. Wow! And first time winner at the Goatsies. <clears throat> and I don't oh, know. Look. Hey, I should, hey, there's that little guy now. He's he's coming up on stage. You see him? Look at him. I mean, how do you not hand how, how do you not hand the hardware to this guy? He's fantastic. Yeah, cool spot. See? He even said. He said cool spot. We heard it. We'll have to edit some of that out uh for China. Oh. <laughs> 
There's yeah. some very, very political mm. uh, stuff that was said. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, no. Noid is approaching Cool Spot, and it oh, looks God. like the two are in a scuffle. Oh, Oh God! It appears that that Noid has mistaken uh, the circular red cool spot for a pizza, which he famously loves to ruin. Ah! Uh, oh, he uh, has one of his pizza ruining devices out, and oh my goodness! Amazing. What a brutal end for Cool Spot on the night of his oh, artistic triumph. With a oh, huge God. number of people in the audience, nobody stepped forward. Nobody stopped no. that. We all just allowed it to happen. <clears throat> whoever, whoever wins. We lose. Yeah, bystander effect in action. Yeah, mm. you hate to see it. Yeah, you really do. Uh, but you love to see the goatsies, and we've got another category right now. We sure do. This category is best knots. The <laughs> nominees are psychonauts and police knots. <laughs> <laughs> and the winner... It's a tie. Wow. This is the 15th tie in Goatsy history. Wow. Congratulations to both sets of knots. Who's going to accept exciting. the award? Uh, it lo- Oh, God. It looks like the horny protagonist from Police Knots. Oh, no. Guys, get, 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 guys, get him out of there. Get him. And here, here Let- comes Raz. I'm not going in that guy's mind. <laughs> I wouldn't go near that brain portal with the nine and a half foot pole. <laughs> Guys, it's time for a serious category here on the Goatsies. Not one of these joking categories that doesn't actually have any real content in it. That we haven't done yet. What? We haven't done those yet. We have, we'll get to oh, those eventually. Oh, yeah. okay. Great, great, great. Great. Uh, this is just... Uh, a shout out to the best moment in any game we played this year. Nominees include perhaps learning the rules in Bill Lambeer's combat basketball, picking up your fare in crazy taxi or uh, what like the show that happens at the beginning of starting the hostess cafe at Yakuza zero. But for Mm -hmm. me, genuinely, the best moment in any game I played this year was picking up the marker in Half-Life Alex in VR and writing on the window, which I have played that game multiple times now. It is excellent, but nothing tops the feeling of drawing on a wall in VR that is akin to hallucinating. Picking up the marker in Half-Life Alex. That's my best moment in any game I played 2021. My answer for this <clears throat> is, and these the, this obviously category is going to be more personal to each of us. My, my answer for this is the weekend of the Diablo 2 resurrected open beta. Because that put me such in my, first off, I got to play some with Matt, which was a lot of fun. A blast. But also... But also just like that I have that game I have so much nostalgia attached to. And we've covered a good number of games that I have nostalgia, you know, to. But but Vigarious Visions did such like a a a quality job with the remaster, and it so exceeded my expectations playing it for the first time, but while also transporting me 
immediately back to that state of being in my college dorm and staying up too late uh, trying to power level my druid. So it was just like it was just like a really fun weekend of gaming that I happened to have free and happened to line up when they made this game available. And when the game ultimately launched, that was a lot of fun, too. But just that open beta experience was such a uh, just such a highlight for me. That's that's really great. That was really fun uh, playing with you, Nick. Um, we have not done that since. Um, yeah, I got some stuff going on. <laughs> I've actually not touched Diablo two in some time. I should get back into it. Um, my so they've been all sorts. They've been having all sorts of server issues. Hmm. And that, and, that was kind of like a you know for for a time that was. I think they they've kind of fi- figured out those cues a little bit, but yeah, it was a little annoying for a bit. A game that I've played online that has had zero server issues that I've had a blast with late in the year, late in the year to be giving mm-hmm. it, uh, this might be recency bias at play, but one of my favorite moments in any game this year was a very specific moment while playing Halo Infinite multiplayer, truly maybe two weeks ago. Uh, and it was a moment where I'm playing in the uh, big team arena. There's playing, there's 12 on 12. It's huge. It's a huge map where you're playing with a bunch of random people. I'm well, you can pair up too. I was playing with Zig. I was playing with Zig and another friend from work, Jeff, and we were squatting up. I got in a, I got on the back of a warthog, or because somebody was honking for me to get on the back of a warthog, which is the car with the gun on it. I hop on that gun. Another guy hops in the car in the front seat. We're all driving around together. I'm shooting the gun in the back. The other guy's shooting his gun too. The other guy's driving, and I was like, "This is what it must be like." I could have been having this experience my entire life. Had I only become the Xbox kid sooner, the person who I was going to become, I could have been playing Halo online for years and years. And that moment just sold me on playing online. I've never really played online games before. And so doing that, it was, it, it was such a fantastic experience that it, ju- it jumped into uh, one of my favorite gaming mo- moments of the year, maybe of the entire pandemic, honestly. It, a fantastic time. I loved it. That kid, that kid, that has to be an exaggeration that you haven't really played games online before. I don't you, you mean really. like 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 competitive multiplayer, this sort of. Yeah, yeah, nothing Got like it. I guess not even co op. Honestly, I play. I've played mm. mostly single player games like uh, my whole life. I've not done a lot of uh, online play uh, with buds, Pokemon. Wow. but like that's it. Wow, that was absolutely fantastic testimony. But the winner is. Picking up the marker in oh, VR by yourself. Oh, wow. Okay, I Man. forgot An that it was a category. Yeah. solo experience. Yeah. With nobody to see. <laughs> Halo Warthog really got snubbed for best pig, huh? <laughs> you know what? It, um, it was nominated. Yeah. Uh, but its management asked it to take it off the list. Got it. Yeah. 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 That was like a new thing that they were like, you know, it's not going to help us. Let's get out of here. Right. Hey, you know, that was our favorite moment from a game. But also this podcast amazingly had its moments. That's what people are saying. Has its moments. (laughs) Damning it with faint praise. Uh, I have to think for me, uh, the podcast moment that sticks out in my mind, even though it was the both of you collectively roasting me. Uh, was the uh, question block we got on the portal episode. <laughs> <laughs> we can maybe just play that clip right now. Uh, Devin, roll the clip. 
It's time for the question block. All right. This one is from Dan Skizak on Twitter, and they write, you can set up two ends of a portal anywhere in the world. Where are they going? Fun question. That is a fun question. I know, I know Weiger's answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> you can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Get Played Pod. Send us an email at getplaydpod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 616 played. That's 616 275 2933. Our music and engineering by the great Devin Bryant. You can follow him on Twitter at BaffleGabs. I'm crying. Matt, uh, what are we up to next week on the pod? Uh, next week, we're going to be talking games and shit. See you then. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Goodbye, Bucket. Edge. Christ. <laughs> that- yeah, that that's that's what I have as my as my favorite moment. Okay. Also, I, I'll send you a screenshot of my list. <laughs> I like forgot about that until you just mentioned it. My brain is bad right now. Like recently, I don't know what's happened. Uh, but now that I'm remembering it, a great moment, very funny. Uh, you know, we just all like to have a little laugh here on the show. One of one of my favorite moments was not in the main feed. It was in our our, our DLC episodes uh, behind wow. the paywall over at Stitcher Premium, and it was when we ranked every single Mario power up from top <laughs> to bottom. Three episodes, half an hour each, ninety minutes total of ranking a hundred and fifty items. Inconsistently losing our mind. That was that sucked. It was the worst. I was Actually, so I angry at the end of it. I had so much fun. It was like we were doing that form of torture to ourselves where like they play like one song over and over again. We did that yes. to us. Mm-hmm. This star, I'll give it an S. This star, I'll give it a B. <laughs> Well, we get to the P balloon, and then we give it a good rating, and then we get to the P wing, and we're like, ah, wait, I like the P wing better than the P balloon. Yeah. Oh, God, now what? <laughs> Truly very fun, very dumb, uh, very very silly stuff. That was a hoot. And you know what else is a big part of this podcast? Our music. Each week, our uh, intrepid engineer, Devin Bryant, remixes our theme song, best part of the show, and... Uh, the theme you heard up top was the Revolution X theme, uh, from uh, which was uh, yeah, from that episode, uh, which Devin uh, it, uh, pointed out as one of uh, one of his favorites, one of our favorites as well. Uh, but we also want to play a little bit of a different theme uh, that we all enjoyed, which is the, the remix from Coffee Talk. Let's hear a little, a little bit of that right now.
Uh, Devin Bryant, uh, uh, you do amazing work. Uh, any any thoughts on this year in, in video game themes and video game remixes? Like in terms of what I've done for the show, you mean? Yeah. Or just generally? You got your ears on the ground? <laughs> I was thinking in terms of your uh, I was thinking in terms of your own, own contributions, but yeah, feel free to open it up. I mean, it, it's it's it has been a pretty good run, I have to say. There was a couple parts here where I I did a theme, you know, but, and they're all based off, you know, the a version of one of the songs or, you know, some mm-hmm. element from one of the games. So I, I I'm not claiming to have like originated them, but you know, I come across something like the coffee talk one and I finish it and I think to myself, I'm not sure how I'm going to top that because yeah. it just, <laughs> because especially with the coffee talk one, that just, that just came out like that. And it's just so smooth. I don't understand yeah. quite why that one works. And that's kind of what I like about doing these is th- there'll be one where I'm like, Oh, this one's going to slam. And I kind of finish. It. I'm like, it's good. It, it took a lot of work to get it there. And then there will be ones that are just super easy and they just come out in like an hour and a half. And you're like, well, that's the best one I did all year. I I love the Phoenix Wright one you did. I, I like that one yeah. a like, lot. It was such a good sound. Yeah. And like, I was, oh, it, like it really felt like me listening to it again. You're, you're like, oh, fuck. I didn't even really know that this had a sound. Right. And it's it's like seeing a, an incredible impression of a celebrity you've never seen an impression of before. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, <laughs> oh, my fu- oh, shit. They do that. They do all of those things. Except unlike... An, an impressionist, you are using a huge amount of tools and time in order to craft that. Whereas yes. impressionists either have it or they don't. Okay, I call it like it is. You either got it or you can't. You can't get it. <laughs> yeah, the my favorite thing about doing these themes this year and last year too, actually, both kind of like stepped up once the pandemic got going. Was doing the research on the games because mm-hmm. I don't play. Mm-hmm. I don't play the games like you guys do every week. What? But what I. What? Devin? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but I but I do I listen to pretty much the entire soundtrack for most of the games like at some point during the week. Not necessarily as like I'm going to sit here and pay attention to it, but I'll put it on while I'm doing something else and let it go and I I'll I'll know when I come across the one I'm like that. Okay, I can do something with this bit right here. This is perfect. I love doing that because uh, yeah, I mean, some of the games we've done this year have had really really good soundtracks phoenix right yes. being one of them that soundtrack is awesome it's great mm-hmm. um oh god what else do we have this good the the psychonauts um theme was so good i loved making that one um anything where i get to throw back to super nintendo makes me very happy mm-hmm. and genesis also just because they're really distinct sounds so people can tell when you're doing a, like the phoenix right one was was Nintendo it was Super Nintendo slash Game Boy, right? Yeah, DS, like Game Boy yeah. Advance DS era. And yeah. so I don't and I don't have like the DS chip itself, so I kind of did a hybrid between them. But I mean, I'll be goddamned if it doesn't sound just like that theme, you know, <laughs> yeah. that soundtrack. I was very happy with that one. But yeah, it's been it's it's been real fun. Oh, I will just shout out one other one. My my other favorite of the year is The Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Th- theme yep. song, because for that one, I completely abandoned any pretense of doing a video game one because the soundtrack for that game is horrible. You know, it's a terrible version of a great, sa- you know, soundtrack score. So for that one, instead, it's just a straight up uh, love letter to Charles Bernstein's score for the original Nightmare, where I, I researched every single drum machine he had, synthesizer he had, and that's all I used for that theme. So that's one of the most pure ones I did all year. And that one that one pleases me hugely. Bigly. Um, yeah. <laughs> those are all, yeah, I mean, 
Devin, across the board, every, I feel like every week when we send out, like, I mean, behind the scenes, when we send out the email that's like, oh, the episode's done, we're, everyone's like, we're always like, at least, man, another banger. How did he do it, folks? Um, I remember a very specific moment uh, when uh, we did the Mario 64 episode and we were like done with it. And I like yes. sort of sweatily like messaged you like, Devin, I need your help with something really serious. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then just sent you like raw vocals of me doing that uh, parody. And you're like, OK, I'll help you. I, I'll help you with this. And yeah. That, it coming out. making You making me sound good was very nice. My uh, my, my girlfriend still sings the Mario 64 <laughs> theme song all the time. She, she, like just she, I mean, and I have it stuck in my head now because of her. Like I have all of the lyrics yeah. like memorized. Just like, it's it, that one. That one. Um, that came out real nice. That was it's very just, sweet. Yeah, just a little. Oh, just a real little nice. Thing. Oh, real nice. <laughs> real nice. <laughs> Nick, defame the Italians with us. Come on. Oh, real nice. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I forgot about. I forgot about Matt's original song. That's my new favorite. That's my. I changed my favorite moment of the podcast. <laughs> you did a, a good. I'll say like two thirds of the work. Like you, it's I think, Nick's pitch. Yeah, you it pitched is, it. Yep. And then I was like, okay, okay. And I think I was like, not even, I was done like sending my edits and stuff. And I was sitting by myself and I was like, <laughs> and then, you know, I guess sort of like Paul McCartney in that documentary. Very much like that. <laughs> sort of just kind of pulled it out of thin air. Yeah. It's just, it's right on par. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the same. People are kind of saying it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for all you do, Devin. Uh, you're a hero. We appreciate it so much. It, re- it really adds so much to the show. Of course. It's my pleasure. God bless you. And hey, speaking of music... We also had some great music in the games we played for the podcast. The next category is best song from a game we played this calendar year for the podcast. And hey, I'm happy to go first here. My pick, a lot of great options here. You know, of course, we had some game, some games with a uh, fabled songs like your portals, your Metal Gear Solid 3s. And I thought about, you know, the great music of Yakuza 0. Uh, or co- the aforementioned coffee talk, but I thought I'd go in a different direction and pick the song that the actor Viva Seyfert plays in her story, the FMV game, Oh, the Wind and the Rain. Such a such a weird, memorable experience playing through this game. And 
this, you know, you don't know necessarily if you're playing this cold that the actor is also a musician. And so when this gets busted out out of nowhere during a police interview, uh, it's a real it's a it's jarring, but it's a real nice surprise. So that's my pick. Someone else go. On pretty much the sonic opposite end of the spectrum is my choice from much maligned, but personal favorite <laughs> game from this year, Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, it had an excellent, excellent score. And I know that it is easy to joke about how much that game sucks and what a failure it was to launch and how it's still full of bugs a year later and they haven't released the PS5 version that I legitimately paid for and they sent me the PS4 version. But there's a lot, there's a lot of incredible shit in that game. Um, And I'll recommend uh, Tim Rogers' review of it, which is, I think, a nine-hour branching YouTube video uh, that covers tons and tons of what's good and bad about Cyberpunk 2077. But one of my favorites is just the song that plays when you drop into the game every time you drop into the game, and you're going to hear it a lot because the game crashes and sends you back to the menu. (laughs) So thankfully, it's fucking awesome. Why don't you play it, Matt? I've been doing a thing lately with my smart lights and my HomePod, which is that I've been making themed visual oral drops for myself mm-hmm. so I can shout at my HomePod, hey, it's blank. And one of my drops is, uh, hey, it's cyberpunk time. And it'll just play that part and make all the lights purple and and blue. Wow. Red. My other one, one of my other ones is, hey, it's Gundam time. And it makes them all the color of Gundams. And then the theme song from the 1970s plays is great. Wow. That's if you are ever in a bad mood, you got to set it up so that you can just shout at your at your smart speaker, because I feel like everybody has one. <laughs> hey, it's blank time. And then what? No, everybody does. You could like fucking Google sent me like That's four true. of them for free. Yeah. Those, yeah, those. I gotta get those yeah. lights. Yeah, the lights are great. Uh, I didn't mean like in a privileged sort. I no, just mean no, like no, everybody's no. got like an Alexa or a, yes. you know, something. A, right. Siri even. Yeah, that's what I have. Right. Uh, the um, I was I was thinking about this earlier when you sent the cyberpunk song that I hadn't. I haven't really thought about cyberpunk until like since we finished like we. We how we since we played it for the show and since that we was platinumed it for the show. You platinumed it. <laughs> I, I I did finish it, but it it, it makes me wa- want to go back in there because I did I did like it. I want to play a different path. Um, I I did quite enjoy it, but I There's I was a VR all- mod coming out and I cannot fucking wait. Really? Yeah. Somebody's uh some guy who's done like a bunch of like famous like GTA VR mod or whatever. 
somebody's making a VR mod and I'm going to, oh boy. Oh man. It's going to be great. That's, that's going to rock. Yeah. Um, here's my, here's my song. One of this mm-hmm. song I was very surprised by. This was from also from a game that I completed this, uh, for the show. Um, cause you know, we don't finish all the games. And to be fair, this game is short is on the shorter side, but I was happy to say that I, I played all the way through it and enjoyed it and was, uh, you know, rewarded with this, this tasty little ditty. Uh, and it's the ending credit song from Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion. Wow. Go to bed, Turnip Boy. You've done well. But us, we've gathered here to say farewell until next time. So you can sing along or don't. Do you. We won't pay our taxes, we've got rent and we've got bills There's layers to the onion and his bureaucratic thrills All you flora, all you fauna, let us venture through the Like this is very much something I would just listen to on my own Removed from the game I love this. I mean, it's sort of about. It's specifically about the game, but it's in the. It's in. The, it's exactly in my zone. Is what I'm saying. They did a great job with right. this. Yeah, good job, video game developers, programmers, producers, writers, actors, testers, and the rest of the people that make a games because you did a good job under terrible circumstances. Truly. The best game I played this year was, and the nominees are wow, holy only shit. one game, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh my God. I haven't spent more time in a video game maybe ever in my life that was offline. Holy shit. I can't believe how much time I spent in that game. It affected my brain. It made me think I was going to get tattoos. I shaved half of my fucking hair off because I was like, I want to be a Viking. That game is poison. It's poison. You stay away from it. It's my favorite game. I love it so much. I played as Ivor. <laughs> and she had a big axe. I used the axe. I killed so many people. <laughs> God, I killed. I killed, I killed so many people. <laughs> God. My favorite game I played this year overall, not for the podcast. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm tempted to give this to the entire package, but I think I'll, I'll isolate one game. Uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition is such like what a remaster should be. I talked about Diablo 2 Resurrected earlier, but, you know, just in terms of, hey, hey, here is the game. And this is the game you love and was lauded uh, in its day, presented uh, as it was for people who played it then, but also uh, with some, you know, added bells and wishes, at bell wishes, With some added bells and whistles and some, you know, new features and quality of life improvements for people who are maybe coming to it for the first time, which includes me. I never played the Mass Effect games. I played Mass Effect 1 and 2 back to back. They're both tremendous. Mass Effect 2 is, 
I kind of almost like the story of Mass Effect 1 a little bit better, but Mass Effect 2 as a game is inarguably just more refined. And uh, it's 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 just like such a gripping saga. It's such such fantastic world building. Uh, it's it's uh, it's it's uh, in addition to good storytelling, it's good cover shooter gameplay um, and, you know, some uh, dialogue trees. Give me dialogue trees. I'm all about dialogue mm-hmm. trees. Uh, I'm all about having a moral compass in a game. And being a good little boy and being rewarded for it, <laughs> I, I think the the Mass Effect franchise is really really good. I'm I'm excited to play three when I finally get some time for it. I'm excited to return to Andromeda, which we covered on the podcast with Mark Rennie, with open eyes and maybe uh, you know giving it a second look. And I'm excited for what the future for the Mass Effect franchise holds because I'm I'm very glad that I got involved in this series uh, this year. Matt, what's the best thing you played overall, or, so- or not from the pod- podcast? Yeah, I guess for, well, this is something that I think I shared with you guys a while ago. Um, I started keeping a list of Mm -hmm. games that I've fit, like that I've played during the pandemic that I finished during the pandemic. And as we all know, it's not over, Um, but I didn't. And I also like sort of after the fact made the list. So it it doesn't have a start date or exactly when I started, Um, but I just counted it and I, I finished I've completed 40 games in the 18 months or however oh many long. Yeah. Jesus God. Christ. Yeah. Fucking shit. Some of them for the show. A good chunk of yeah. them for the show, but a lot of them just for fun, just for me. Um, and, you know, oh, half incredible. of them are Kingdom Hearts games. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but and then some of them were stuff that I had in the backlog that I just kind of like revisited, you know, and right. Um, some of them not very long. Uh but it's interesting because I'm like, what is it? It's not, this is sort of separate in my mind from like game of 2021. Cause I played some games that are specifically from this year that I would say are the best of this year, but games I played uh, for during this year span more than just this year. And I right. think the, everyone's going to be like, yeah, no shit. Of course this game is good. Of course you think this game is good. It's such a basic answer, but I finished, I started and finished Breath of the Wild this year. And that, I mean, that game, there's nothing new or good to say about it. It's just perfect. It's so good. And that, that sort of kicked off. I then immediately, you know, chased that with uh, Link's Awakening. Uh, I I played straight through that also. Uh, So I had sort of two back-to-back, very different Zelda experiences. And uh, I, I'm I'm waiting for more. I, I I can't wait. And that you know that it was such a special time. Uh, it was such a special time in the pandemic when I played those two games because, um, <laughs> I did feel um insane because I let like I allowed myself to become obsessed with Breath of the Wild in a way that I had not it with a game in a while probably not unlike the way heather played assassin's creed valhalla except maybe me less because i didn't even get all the korok seeds i just played it every day for <laughs> hours and hours so, so many people <laughs> so many and I, I i i played through it in a sort of relatively short time i think i put 70 hours in it in like 10 days or something like i think i finished the story in like 10 days um but I still like put 70 hours in. It. I just couldn't stop playing it. I loved it. It's uh it's one of the best games I've ever played ever in my life, period. It's wow. it's wonderful. 
Shocking. I, you know what? I'm fine with a. I'm totally fine with a take that's not particularly hot because we have plenty of hot takes yeah. on this show. That's yeah, like I'm, it, I'm like in a game that's hot. good. Yeah, like in a game that's good. Hey, you know what? That's great. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, I also think pumpkin spice lattes are great. If I'm basic, sue me, lock me up. Everything that is basic is good because it's good. Everyone likes it because it's good. Um, I think that's fair. But you know what people don't like? Grim Death. Oh. And we lost a lot of video game characters this past year. Mm-hmm. Before we get to our final awards, it's time to remember those that we lost with some with a little in memoriam. In the arms of an angel. Walter Finch from What Remains of Edith Finch. Free. Hit by a train. Longshoreman from Yo Noid, bludgeoned by the Noids Yo Yo. Meat Boy from Super Meat Boy, killed a bunch of times because Weiger fucked up. <laughs> the player character from Dr. Langeskov, the Tiger, and the Cursed Emerald. You die at the end of that. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry. Kano from Mortal Kombat. Decapitated by Sub-Zero. Street Thug from Yakuza Zero. Kicked a bunch and hit with a baseball bat. Then suplexed onto his friend. Then clobbered with an umbrella, a traffic cone, a bicycle, a beer keg. Then fed a box of nails, and then he got punched with all the nails still in his mouth. The psychic lady from Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. Just being lustful for a dead woman? Hey, she's a ghost. You could like a ghost. (laughs) And finally... Actor Jack Hammer from Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. Murdered by... I don't want to spoil it. Oh. I do, I do have... I have a late addition to the In Memoriam. Oh, yeah, go for it. All the soldiers from Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater in the sequence with the sorrow. Specifically, Heather's playthrough. <laughs> Uh, let's get our final couple of categories here. Yeah. And these are specific to the podcast. Worst game we played for the show. Oh. oh. And we played a lot of stinkers this year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we Remember, we had Mario, mm-hmm. where we spent a couple of episodes playing some truly wretched games from the Mario canon. Uh, we played some real garbage. We, we gave ourselves a lot of treats, though. More treats than normal. Uh, but the game I think that I go back to and found to be the most unpleasant gameplay experience, the one I wanted to revisit the least, is Bill Lambeer's Combat Basketball. <laughs> mm. It's just such a bad basketball game. It's so not fun. Uh, and it doesn't even deliver on kind of like the sort of edgelord promise of the premise. It's just sort of just sort of a muddy 
unclear game with bad physics. Uh, and uh, it's it's a I I really really loathe the time that I spent playing that game on an emulator. For me, though, there are plenty of mechanically terrible games that we played during this year's podcast. Games that have etched their lines into my face as age spots and wrinkles. <laughs> Still. It was 12 minutes mm. that bummed me yeah. out the most. Even though some of the games we played could barely be called games. Yeah. Some of them barely tolerable audio experiences. Still, none of them demanded that I constantly drug my wife in mm -hmm. order to see the story progress. Christ. It was so 12 great. minutes with just a couple of really bummer choices <laughs> baked into the gameplay itself. Matt, what's your answer? Man, you know, because, yeah, I was looking at the list, and we we did we gave ourselves more treats than normal. That's that's true. Um, mm. But I, I do think that the bad games that we played this year were some of the worst games we've played for the sh like show, like, maybe ever. Um, you know... Even just with uh, with last week's game, uh, Balan Wonderworld, pretty bad. Um, Balan Wonderland! <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the fuck it was called. Go, hug the ball! Revolution X, really bad. Uh, Combat Basketball, bad. Um... <laughs> Yo Noid, bad. Uh, Mario is missing, bad. Hotel Mario, bad. But like those are some of like otherwise. I feel like we did really good. Uh, we 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 had we had some fun stuff or you know some more weird stuff than normal. Um, sure, but the game and some that, great games. The game that really stands out to me as something that I like absolutely hated with every fiber of my being is Contra Rogue Core. <laughs> oh god, that was such a bummer. <laughs> and it was just it made me feel bad because like. We we all know Colton, and we know that he's like a busy man. <laughs> and yes, we made him play that, and he was like, "I have a kid. Like, I didn't have time for this." <laughs> I was just like, "Oh God!" <laughs> like, we why did we do this to our like our friend? Um, and and also every time I think of him, uh, I get mad. The gentleman, I hate oh. the gentleman. Oh, the gentleman! Yeah. Fuck, God, the characters in that game. What a Rough. drag that was. Yeah. Could have been cool. That's the thing that sucks about it the most is that it's like, I like, I don't know. Base level, a Contra game should be cool, but it's not even cool. It sucks. It's a cool IP and they just kind of, yeah, we, we, we belabored it on the episode itself. Yeah. yeah, that one sucked. Truly just awful, 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 awful. But the flip side of worst is best. And we did give ourselves more treats this year. Like fat little dogs. Yeah. Fucking and gluttons over here for these treats. Chubby and, uh, puppies. <laughs> like chubby puppies. But we, so we played some truly great games. It is some personal favorites of mine. We've talked about Silent Hill too. Uh, you know, certainly, obviously, Hideo Kojimba is always a treat. Uh, Portal we tackled on the show. But my pick is a game that's part of a series like Mass Effect that was new to me. And has entered into uh, the the all-time all favorite category for me, 
which is Yakuza Zero. Mm-hmm. I love that game. I put 80 hours into it. It's so fun. It's so fucking weird. Uh, you win a live chicken from a bowling alley, and he works for your real estate firm. <laughs> and this is a game that's uh, grimly serious in its main narrative. So it's it's just all over the place in such a delightful way. I, I really hope I have time in the new year to play more of the Yakuza series uh, because this was a wonderful introduction to it. And I would not have played it if not for the podcast, uh, if not for everyone prodding us to tackle Yakuza on our Worst and Weirdest Games podcast. And I'm so glad we did uh, because it is, a, it is an incredible narrative and just a, just such a unique gameplay experience in such a cool world. Um, Heather, Matt, what about you? Well, it's a tough, it's a tough call. You know, we have on one hand games like Yoda Stories mm-hmm. and uh, you know, the aforementioned um Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh there are there are a lot of winners this year. <laughs> um <laughs> but my look, I already spoiled this for myself. My favorite game that we played for the podcast was Cyberpunk 2077. Um, I have never laughed as hard as I have in a game, I think ever, than when like I'm driving down the street and all of a sudden I hear, oh God, (laughs) like somebody's just falling from the sky, (laughs) followed by cars. (laughs) But simultaneously in, in that same world and experience is so much detail, so much gorgeous like the light the the sound the 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 story the story is cool and fun and good fucking jumping into a crowd of dudes and hacking all of them so that they blow their own brains out as like a as a gameplay feature awesome good times loved it cyberpunk 2077 you're one of my goatsies I, I really, I mean, we talked about it on the show. We all really enjoyed Cyberpunk 2077. I finished it like like Matt, and I spent a lot of time with it. I did really like the story. It's it's just not finished. I wish it was. It seems like it's not even finished now from what I've read, which is a bummer. Uh, but Double it, but, jumping, slow motion, telepathically telling everybody you can see, kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> It, it's, a lot of big ideas. Yeah, it's a bummer that. I mean, it, look, I mean, I I do feel like maybe this is giving them credit that they don't deserve, but like I feel like if it was finished, at yeah at delivery, it would have been everybody would be talking about it like it was like the best game, like one of the best games to come out in the last couple of years because it has yeah. really cool stuff in it. It has really it's it, I I really enjoyed it too and. All this talk about it, I'm like, do I get back in? Do I go? Do I go back to Night City? Mm. Um, but I probably won't, um, unless they unless they fix it. But my my favorite game, God, it's tough because you know I I also really liked Yakuza Zero quite a bit. I mm. like took it. I that's right, right. We started playing that right around when I got the the backbone, and I was like playing Yakuza Zero at the beach. Like I was like, <laughs> I took it to the beach, and I was like uh, trying to run a real estate empire from uh, <laughs> with my toes in the water. Um, and so I, I really enjoyed that. But I think my, f- <sighs> it's weird. I know it already won an award for a game that uh, Matt thought uh, he wasn't gonna like, but Silent Hill Two. I'm I'm so glad Great that I, I'm I'm so glad that I finally played it. Um, it was such an interesting, you know, unique experience. Very scary to me, obviously. Um, but 
Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. I can handle some, I know I talk a big game about being a baby. I guess I talk a small game um, about being a big baby. Uh, but I I did just read, I just purchased um, Resident Evil 4 for v- VR and I've so far played it for 15 minutes and was too scared. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's far too scary. That, uh, But Silent Hill 2 has a, a special place in my heart. Um, I love Pyramid Head. <laughs> I love <laughs> Pyramid Head rocks. I love he's him. He's very handsome. Yeah, he's very handsome, very cute. I love to give Pyramid Head a big kiss. Um, and I just feel like it would be a cheat to say that Metal Gear Solid 3 was my favorite game we got to play this year because, of course, it is. It's my favorite video game. I, I'm very glad yeah. we got to revisit it. Um, I'm glad we got to play it. I got to play it on my 3DS. Um, but Silent Hill 2 takes the cake. What a What a tremendous game. Fantastic. Yeah. No, I, I, I think that's, I think that's the, 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 I think this is the, the right spirit of this award that we yeah. all, because, because, yeah, I could, I could talk about Day of the Tentacle or, uh, or Portal, uh, but you know, those are games I loved coming in. Um, and hey, that wraps it up for the Goatsies. How about we take a question? It's time for the question block. Ba-ding! All right, and this one's a voicemail. Hi, Ken from Orange County here. I have a question. What is your favorite way to be rewarded as a player? Do you like narrative rewards like dialogue and cutscenes, or is it material rewards like new weapons and armor or new challenges, game mechanics? <clears throat> what uh, rewards in a game keep you motivated to play? Mine has always been aesthetic rewards. I'm a sucker for art direction in a game. Since I was a kid, a huge motivator for me to make it to the next level was to see what the new zone and enemies looked like. And I also wanted to ask Heather for an update. Um, did you find your car in uh, Forza Horizon 5? Um, I think you've said in the past you have a Datsun 240Z. Um, I remembered because that's one of my favorite rally cars, and um, Forza has the high-performance Japanese version. So it's, uh, it is a right-hand uh, drive version, the Nissan Fairlady Z432, and you can get it fairly easily on the auction house. Um, uh, excuse me, you can get it fairly easily on the auction house. Uh, so I hope you find it because it's an awesome car. And Matt, we all know you're spending all your time putting Pokemon liveries on your cars. All right. You three are awesome, thoughtful, and funny. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, What a nice Ken. voicemail. What a nice very voicemail. What? Very soothing message from Ken. Go ahead. Yes. Ed. I was going to say, before we answer the question for all of us, I want to answer that, yes, I did get both versions of the... Uh, of the um, Nissan Datsun Fairlady, uh, there's there's both the uh, original 432 that is I think a 1969 uh, version of the car, but there's also a racing version of the car which is happens to be in the stock color that my car is. Uh, they're both 280s, and uh, it was it's been I pretty wild to drive my own car around in Forza. Um, If I drove it the way that I drive it in the game, I would be dead. (laughs) (laughs) But but so would Matt and Nick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I drive right through their houses. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ken's larger question is, how do we like to be rewarded in games? Uh, do we like narrative rewards like dialogue or cutscenes, or is it material like new weapons and armor or new challenges, uh, game mechanics, things like that? 
This is this is such a great question, and it is just sort of you know it, it's it's kind of at the heart of game design. I mm-hmm. feel like is because you know how do you incentivize a player to keep playing, and and how do you uh, and that's always going to be some sort of reward system. Um, I I honestly think if if we're looking to isolate a favorite for I uh, sure I love I love numbers going up, I love new cutscenes, I love new dialogue options, um, I love passing a throw. Like if there's like some sort of saving throw and then and, you know, and I, and, I, and I pass that check, that is that is such a satisfying sort of like, you know, reward in and of itself. But I really like like getting a new orb in like a Metroid that lets me do mm-hmm. a new move. Like in like in I I think I think in a Metroidvania or any sort of game where there's a lots of tra- where there's lots of traversal, if I get a new method of movement, that is so satisfying because it opens up the game in a new way or a new attack uh, that opens up the game in such a new way, and I get to see how I can you know use this in the areas I've already covered, and, and maybe there's like oh I remember there was this door or this hidden passageway uh, that I couldn't get to before, but now I can try to get to it now. I think that for me, uh, such scratches my sort of exploratory uh, uh, itch. And so I, I think that would be my answer. Some some new orb in a Metroidvania. That's an excellent answer, Nick. Um, my answer is similar. It's new game mechanics, but... Um, I like it when that's coupled with an increase in difficulty. So, for mm. example, if you're in a fucking, uh, what was that samurai game we all played? Ghost, Ghost of, Tsushima. of Tsushima. Yeah. Uh, the, if, if learning a new technique was married to a, a section of the world that had been blocked off was now open to you and the enemies on the other side of that fence were harder so you could use your new technique without being overpowered. That's my favorite kind of reward. It's like, okay, now that you've mastered this, you get a grappling hook. Now that you've mastered the grappling hook, you get this, you get that, et cetera. Uh, And that's something that happens on online gaming automatically because you are sorted with similar experience level players. So you are constantly learning new stuff and then having to fight people who are as good as you are in the online space. Mm-hmm. And the game I've been doing that a lot in uh, is Final Fantasy VII, The First Soldier, which is a PUBG-style battle royale Final Fantasy-themed, it, it you know, drop from the sky, Fortnite, all the same. It's all the same. It's all the same, right? Um, and I love it. I fucking love it. Yeah, it's so great. It's so much fun. Apodaca, what about you? I, I I sort of I mean, I don't know. I I guess I kind of like when they give you like a new costume or something. Like I'm, I'm <laughs> you would, like, you I would like that. You like Kingdom Hearts. I love Kingdom. Yeah, when you get new clothes, like in, with a game where you can't buy the clothes. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like even like just like in this. Like I don't know. I'm specifically thinking of like in the Spider Man games, the newer Spider Man games. Uh, where you just get different yeah. suits for yeah. uh, getting different, like, you know, checking different boxes and stuff like that. I don't know. It's so satisfying. Like the Miles Morales suit that uh, is like the 30 frames per second suit from the movie is Oof. so cool. It's so it's it's unbelievable to me. That's so cool. Sexy. Yeah. Sexy. Well, he's a teenager, so I wouldn't say that. But it, it, <laughs> it, 
but it is it is cool it's very cool um but i also like that like same thing in the batman suits because there's i don't know some of those suits are so iconic and i'm just as like a comic book fan i like to see like i like to see the suits that i recognize like in things like and from movies and, and and cartoons and stuff that's that's very fun to me i don't like i just experienced this in pokemon um uh shining pearl if you have save data for um uh the other two pokemon games on switch the uh um pokemon let's go and then uh pokemon uh, sword and shield they just hand you two legendaries like they hand you a mew and a jirachi and like as a kid mew is like the most coveted pokemon to get because it's like there's not a clear way to get it in the game you can't just get it it's like an event pokemon and they just give it to you i was like this what am i gonna do with what I didn't have to chase this that you just handed this to me. It didn't right. feel nice. And so I was like, I don't, I'm not even going to use this the level. Yeah. Like, you know, cer- certain games, like you'll get uh, like the, uh, it, 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 there will, there's like pre-order DLC, which will be like a nice piece of gear or something like that. And I'd never want to use it. Cause I'm like, well, I don't want an advantage right off the bat just cause I like, you know, spent some extra money or cause I got the special edition. I get this extra piece of armor. Right. I don't want to use this. Right. Uh, that's not, yeah, I, I agree. It's the feeling of, of, of when something's unearned, it's less satisfying. Yeah. Whereas then if you unlock the, you know, the iron spider suit in Spider-Man and you get the spider legs to use in combat. That like changes the way you play the game. Like that's so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but handing me one of the more powerful Pokemon before I've had a, uh, a chance to clear a gym is uh, doesn't feel <laughs> right to me. <laughs> it, it feels like the commonality between us is like some sort of tangible improvement in or alteration to gameplay or aesthetics, yeah. which is, and to bring bring it back to Cyberpunk, one critique I had of that game is that there's so much, ge- it's like a loop-based system and there's so much gear with just like an incremental advantage. So it's like, well, this one goes from, well, I don't remember the fucking numbers for that game. This one goes from 5.7 DPS to 5.9 DPS. Yeah. And it's just like, well, that's such a granular distinction uh, that, and, and, you know, and, and also, and I've got these booty shorts that now have more armor <laughs> than the, you know, uh, the, the plated <laughs> leggings I was wearing before. That doesn't make any sense. So yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, it has to, it has to like, like it, this is affecting gameplay or affecting the story or affecting the, the look of the game, the look and feel of the game in some satisfying, tangible, distinct way. Agreed. We're all in agreement. That's right. But, uh, I do have, I do have an envelope, uh, and it it did say that Heather's answer wins. Oh, Oh, man. Wow. Final category. Yeah. (laughs) Jeez. Accepting the award, Heather Ann Campbell. Hey, everybody. It's me, Heather Ann Campbell. <laughs> Came out my hole, so you guys. Yeah! <laughs> we love this! <laughs> I'm just real flattered that you guys chose my answer for the best. Uh, I'm sorry I'm on stage soaking wet. Uh <laughs> It's <laughs> an explanation, but it's it's long, so I don't want to get into it. Um, I'm going to shout out my mom and my dad and my agent manager. They all got me here. And also my friends on the podcast. 
Man up and talk about Nick Biker. Boo! No, 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 you guys are mean. Don't do that. They listen to the show. I'm booing Nick, and Nick's booing me. Yeah, it was just the two of us. Thank you for coming out to Goatsies. It's been a year. It's been one heck of a year. 2021, I mean, am I right? Oh, they're playing me off. Okay, that's... I can't go downstairs. I can only go up them. So I'm because <laughs> I I can't. I'm okay. I'll just I guess I'll boot, boot scoot down the. I'll boot scoot one stair at a time on my butt. <laughs> Hey, you guys can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at GetPlayedPod or send us an email at GetPlayedPod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 6162Play. That is 616-275-2933. Our music and engineering are by our MVP, Devin Bryant. You can follow him on Twitter at BaffleGabs. And in terms of what's happening next week, I guess we should get to our big announcement. That's right. Which is, maybe the way I'll set it up will sound bad, but it's it's very good and we're very excited about it, which is that how did this get played in its current form is ending, evolving, if you will. That's good. It's evolving. It's evolving. Heather's being played off again. Um, on Monday, January 3rd, one week from today, as of this release, in this very feed, we are relaunching as Get Played. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's Confused so silence from the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> Get, Get played, played is going to be the same hosts, the same Devin Bryant, but a slightly different format and a slightly different focus moving forward so that we don't kill ourselves <laughs> right here on the show. <laughs> yeah, I think we just sort of, you know, in, in terms of why the change, where's this coming from? Uh, you know, the, the first thing is that this started off, the show was initially pitched and sold uh, with their blessing as a, as a you know, an authorized uh, uh, spinoff or ripoff, if you will, of How Did This Get Made, the movie podcast, um, uh, with Paul Shear, Jason Matsukas, and uh, June Diane Raphael, uh, and, uh, and that great pod. And as we've kind of been doing the show more, I feel like we, we felt like collectively we've kind of developed our own identity. We've also kind of gotten away from, so we didn't want to kind of feel like a, a spin off anymore and also we kind of have gotten away from the 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 worst and weirdest premise which was its foundation to also just playing games that we like and want to talk about and so we are still going to check in with bad and weird games regularly just not with the same sort of encyclopedic depth we've been doing uh we're not going to subject guests to having to take their yeah. playstation 3 out of shortage so they can spend four hours playing a problematic visual novel um, and then talking about it on the show. That's like a huge ask. So it's it's going to be more like, like, hey, let's just have a conversation about video games. Um, but it'll be the three of us talking games, which is, a, 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 to me, what the show is all about. Hell yeah, with, baby. With guests. And with sometimes guests. without. But yeah. always with that same point of view that you've come to know and love. That same... It's tasty flavor that you expect every Monday in your <laughs> podcast. Jesus. Dude, no. <laughs> yeah, thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with us uh through these uh these past uh couple years and change and thanks for sticking with us through the rebrand and through the new uh the the relaunch. It's going to be the same same fun show with a little different focus uh but the same three freaks at the head. 
Yeah, thank you, uh, thank you, Nick and Heather, for having me uh, be a third host. I really, it's very nice of you guys. Uh, thank oh. you for the fans uh, for listening. Thank you, Devin Bryant, for the fucking tasty tunes, baby. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm saying all this tasty stuff because I am hungry. Uh, <laughs> just a little behind the scenes, I'm kind of hungry. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for listening so much. It's uh, you know this show. Uh, obviously is a labor of love and we're just trying to make that easier for us so we can love it. We can love doing it as much as you love listening to it. So thank you very much. And Hey, on that note, that'll be this week's episode of, uh, how did this get played? That'll be the final episode of how did this get played? Yes. That sounds too, uh, that sounds too, that sounds too final, but honestly, it's true. This is yeah. it. This is Leave the end. Because it it's like, it'll be clickbait. People will be like, how did this get played is over. Yes. And they'll click this it and be is, like, huh, what happened? And they'll be like, actually, it's going to be, there's going to be a new episode next Monday. Yeah. It's going to be different. It's actually not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, is, are you guys still, is this still the show? Are you guys still talking on the show? Yeah. I I'm hungry. I'm, un, I'm unsure if this is still okay. the show. Well, come back next week for Get Played. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, Bucket. Edge.